guys welcome to season three of tall hungry girl talks um as always i'm super excited about all of the episodes that we have for this season i am kicking it off with an interview with the famous gina o'neill hey girl hey hey, girl. hey. <laughs> the quarantine edition yes <laughs> yes it is the quarantine edition um but the next episode after this, just a little tease for what's to come. Um, I am doing an interview with Dick Simon. He is an advocate um, for uh, research um, and innovation regarding psychedelics for use um, for mental health conditions. So tune into that. It airs a week after this episode. So we have a lot and lots of great episodes this season. I just, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, everything to keep people entertained um, while they're stuck in the house or, you know, when they go on a walk and, you know, walk six feet apart from people that they're passing. <laughs> they can listen to this, this, uh, you know, podcast. Um, anyway, so we will get to it with uh, Miss O'Neill. Today, we are talking about the various emotions and phases of quarantine. I've had like, I don't know, a hundred in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. I, I, feel like, I feel like I get off the phone maybe with you or like my mom or go for a walk with the dog and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was great. I feel great. And then, you know, during the workday, I'm stuck in the house for eight hours. And I just feel awful at the end of the day. It's just like such a range of emotions. And I feel like every, you know, we're all going through this as a globe together. So I thought, why not open this season with what is going on in the world today? <laughs> so first, I want to talk about the various stages because there have been many, like the initial stage, the initial shock of everyone hoarding toilet paper, toothpaste, rubbing alcohol, Clorox wipes. Um, Where did the toilet paper even come from? I, let me tell you, like, I was like, wait, I, so you guys, I don't watch the news, you know, because <laughs> it's too much for her. It's, it is like, we talked about that with empathy. I, I feel everything. I don't yeah. watch the news because then I can't sleep. because I think the world's going to end. So I was like, but I, you know, I was kind of like, you know, I was obviously hearing about it and I was like, did I miss that this is a stomach virus? Like, <laughs> why is all the toilet paper gone? And then I was like in that in-between phase where it's like, I'm trying not to panic and believe the hype, but I also don't want to starve. I want to not, I don't want to not be able to wipe my butt and I don't want to die. So I'm like, what do I do? So I would like go for, like, I'm just going to go for a drive. Ooh, that's CVS. So let me just pick this up. They have this right here. You're like trying to stay calm, but also, you know, doing everything that they're, you know, that everyone else is doing. Yeah. When it first, like that weekend of like Friday 13th in March, my mom was actually visiting. And so we yes, were like, I met Gina's mother. Oh God. <laughs> we can say that for another episode. <laughs> she is amazing. <laughs> but like she you know she flew here and she had her mask on when I went to pick her from the airport I didn't have a mask on I told Tahira as soon as I stepped in the airport my throat started hurting I was like see look uh-uh this is too much but she was here and we were still trying to like live life yeah but, like, people you know like I was just getting sent all these things and hearing all these things and so I'm like 
stay calm, stay calm. But like, what if it's really the apocalypse? Like, yes. No. And my client, God love him. He's great. He's a great client. But literally every day he sends me like for two months, he has sent me articles about COVID. Yeah. And like how, like basically kind of like the world and ending type of scenarios. <laughs> and they're all from reputable sources. Like, okay, DC's going to be the next New York. Like everyone has been saying that since this started. And so it's just like, there's so much fear. So I guess like the phase one initial shock uh-huh. out in fear. Um, and just, you know, the hoarding and stuff. Okay. Phase two is like, is this really happening? Like, and then like canceling every single trip and all of the plans that you've had and just like your life changing 180, like for my friends that have kids, like they're trying to, they're trying to teach them math and they don't know how to do math themselves. (laughs) We're all just out here trying to survive. All out here trying to. And then, and then like the COVID-15 is so, so, so very real. Because like, I, I don't, I wasn't a stress eater until recently, but I was like buying literally everything. And then I was so stressed out that I wasn't going into the grocery store with a list. So I just like bought a bunch of snacks, like crap that I never eat mm-hmm. ever. Just in case, right? Yes. Just like, in case. Just in case. This is the last time the grocery stores will have food. <laughs> just in case. This is the last time I'm allowed out. One of my friends, she uh, sends a text one day and she's like this the uh virginia's about to shut down go get your food now and i remember i just responded like actually the grocery stores will stay open what what does that do for yeah. me yeah you know what yeah. i mean she was like i was just wanted you to get a head start i was like instead you almost made me crap my pants you know what i'm saying stop what i'm doing run out to do everything and i was like you know what gina relax like that's yeah. what i tell myself throughout this so many times like just relax like yeah. it is what it is at the end of the day like all you can do is what you can do is so- be safe and 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 not like I feel like watching the news too because I mean there's so many people that you know that we know who have been affected you mm-hmm. have relatives that have you know mm-hmm. not my relatives but friends whose relatives have passed and stuff and so it's like the inundation of information isn't necessarily like helpful. It just like stresses you the F out. Right. And so it's like, okay, how can I form like almost a bubble of like, okay, I have the knowledge, but let me not like stress myself out every day and, and drink a bottle of wine every damn night. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me not do that. Yeah. I'm telling you, I have so many like chips and cookies. (laughs) I mean, I have like an aisle, right? When to eat, I do. I have like everything. I don't even. I don't even normally keep that stuff in my house, but I'm like, you know what? I would hate to really want some one yeah. day. And <laughs> if everything is shut down, <laughs> so, well, listen. My lactose intolerant self went out and bought <laughs> Tillamook ice cream, the strawberry flavor, because that is liter- It's literally the best ice cream ever in life. Like there is not. Fight me. Like, someone fight me on this. It is <laughs> the best ice cream ever. And I, like, I like ate mm, a half a gallon in, I don't know, three days. And I just one night, I, I was like, I have to throw this away. Like, <laughs> like, I put on my jeans and they didn't fit. And I'm like, and it's like double cream. It's so good. It's the town that I'm from. So naturally, you know, there's allegiance to it. But 
I was like, wow, I'm like literally like seeing myself put on the pounds uh-huh. on a daily basis uh-huh. because I'm just like can stress eating. Well, we're eating and we're not moving as much. Yeah. Like even if you do a workout, like that may be 30 minutes or an hour, maybe you went on an hour and a half walk, but then you're just stable and sitting the rest of the day. Like that wasn't my normal life. I was used to walking around, visiting classrooms, doing everything. Yeah. But now, I mean, there are days where God forbid if I, if I don't want to like get out of bed for real, if I don't have to get up, well, this is before, but now I've made better choices. <laughs> my computer would be next to me in my bed and I would just roll over, log in. You know what I mean? Especially on conference calls, especially when a meeting, when they didn't have to see me. Look, my kids ain't seen me in a long time because Miss O'Neill ain't been right. <laughs> they just hear my voice. There's like a picture of me that shows up and I'm like, <laughs> I love you so much, boys and girls. I miss you. <laughs> but I'm like, Miss O'Neill can't show you her face right now. <laughs> in the beginning when we talk about phases I was thinking about how I had these like once like I was like okay this is what we're doing and then it's like once when they like closed schools you know for the rest of the school year I was like okay I got this I'm about to set a plan right like I'm going to emerge a fit and fly ass butterfly like when this is over people are gonna be like you know what I'm saying no People who like children's books will understand this reference. I am the very hungry caterpillar. I, <laughs> I love that book. And more every day. <laughs> there is no butterfly here. <laughs> on Monday, I eat everything. On Tuesday, I find some more stuff. Oh, it wasn't everything. On and Wednesday, then, and then some more. <laughs> Sunday, you're like, okay, Monday's going to be different. This week's going to be different. Every week, it's going to be different. Like, I'm not going to eat a gallon of Tillamook ice cream this week with my lactose intolerance. No. And then I do (laughs) every, and it's always something like for the month of March, I was, I mean, I was still eating, but I was like pretty regular with my workouts, you know? And then for me, that's when phase two hit that like depression where I was like, and I was trying to do everything. Cause I'm like, okay, Gina, like you guys know I'm an extrovert. And I was like, all right, I can't see everybody, but I can still, you know, see some people and breathe a little bit. And I thought I was like taking care of myself. But then once that hit, it hit and I was like, and it hit the same week I started my period. So I was just like, I, you know what? I should, they should have just took me out then because it was a wrap. <laughs> I just laid in bed for a week, like, oh, <laughs> like that was me. Just staring at the wall. <laughs> Watching episodes of Friends that are on all day, apparently, on two different channels now. <laughs> I know every word, because, every episode. Like new shows, it's like at this point, all the new shows have already aired, and then it's like the end of the season. We've yeah. already binge. So, I mean, and and things that normally people, I mean, I think like The Last Dance, like it's amazing. I love it. I've watched every, you know, every single Sunday. It brings me so much joy, and I still think it would be very popular. But there's no sports going on right now, and right. so everyone is just like trying to get their fix on somewhere. everything. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I watched the Tiger King in one sitting, okay? The whole season in one sitting. Okay. And I didn't even want to watch it. I, I kept seeing people talk about it on Facebook. And, and it like, is, what is this? What is it, this? It makes you feel like better about your life, right? <laughs> I was just like, you know what I kept wondering? Where's all this money coming from? Yeah, like, same. Like they don't, they're not buying Fendi bags. They're buying zoos. Like, <laughs> what, and, what did I 
do wrong in life? You know what I'm saying? But you saw their teeth game. Like you saw the right. dentistry was a little, was a little. <laughs> but even the people visiting the zoo, it wasn't, it wasn't cheap to get in. And this yeah. one guy was like, it costs six ninety five a visit. I'm here every week. I'm like, what? Like, what, what, what am I doing wrong in life? Like, I can, I don't want to be the six dollars and ninety five cents. No, six hundred to pet a cub what it's, yes it was like it was like that expensive or something to pet a baby cub that's how to do that that's why it was the money maker that's why they were bringing oh them. Her hair says six dollars and 95 cents is joe really trying to kill carol over six dollars and 95 <laughs> wow how did i miss that in the Wow. Yes, that's, that's why like, they were breeding them and then killing hey, them after they were no longer. Carol, Carol did it. Let's just get something. <laughs> Carol did it. But, okay, so the next phase is, well, this was actually, I mean, I think everything is canceled. Like, that was the next phase for me. <laughs> because, like, I had a friend who, like, a week into it, he was like, oh, yeah, I bought three plane tickets because everything is really che cheap. And I was like, what? Are you serious? Like, no, bro. This is just gonna get worse. Yeah, and he's I'm out here buying people. Did you really? Well, we, we bought tickets to Chicago, like the week, oh. like the week that, like we bought our tickets on like March seventeenth, and you know things shut down on the thirteenth. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I won't talk too much mess. I mean, you can talk. It's okay. We we are high. We were optimistic. It was yes. my birthday. We my birth. Listen, I was determined to celebrate my birthday and. I ended up doing so, but not the way I thought, but it was better than anything I could have even planned. <laughs> but that was the thing. It was like, oh, we're going to go to Chicago. It'll be great. Tickets are really cheap right now. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be packing for Italy right now. Yeah. Going to Italy next week for two, in Germany. But I think what, what you know, because I think, you know, birthdays, I know, you know, people's birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, you yeah. know, like, those are a wedding is a huge deal. Like my little old vacation, like I can take that. Like I keep trying to weigh that out with like, I'm healthy. Like I still am sad about it. I'm allowed to still be sad, mm -hmm. but I think how I, I try to offset it is like, okay, I'm, I'm healthy. And, and when, when this finishes, I will be the most vacationing having person <laughs> that you've ever met in your life. <laughs> no, I do think it's important to have an attitude of gratitude. And I do think it's also important to acknowledge like ever, all the other feelings that you yeah. have. Like, you know, I don't think it's like a healthy space for people to just assume or put that on others to be like, oh no, but you're really, um, you know, be thankful for this and you have so much going on and at least you have this. And it's like, yes. And yeah, like there's still so many other things going on. Like going on gina tell them to stop messaging i know you. i'm trying to figure out why it's even happening hold on i'm about to cut it out there we go <laughs> um see we're, I mean? we're recording under new conditions this is yeah, happening via I zoom to leave me alone. I had to leave me alone <laughs> um but you know like and yeah and having an attitude of gratitude so it's like it's because i think not even just like COVID 19 like 2020 and her bitch ass right like the one oops <laughs>
But I'm saying, like, if anything that 2020 has taught us is that, like, in the blink of an eye, everything like, can, can yeah. Happen. Right? And so get that savings right. If you have a job, get that safe. Like, yes, it has taught. Because I think in this country, we've gotten so comfortable with everything that we have. Yeah. And so, I mean, America, we're spoiled. We're, spo I mean, you know, in general, there are a lot of people that are suffering in this country. But I think in general, people are spoiled with the access and what we have. Yeah. So yeah, you just, but I mean, everything, like nothing is promised. Life, no. freedom. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, to think that, really, I just want to go sit outside at a restaurant and have a margarita. I know. <laughs> I want to go to the Mexican restaurant so bad in my neighborhood. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. So the next phase is Zoom calls. <laughs> That's her phase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, because you've been cheating on quarantining. <laughs> listen, listen. You have to take care of your respiratory health and your mental health, okay? <laughs> I got so for those who have, you know, been doing Zoom calls, this is like Gina's third or fourth one. Um, it's like drunk Zoom calls, work Zoom calls, forgetting you're on a Zoom call, and like walking around in ridiculous clothing Zoom calls. Um, but I will say that like one unexpected benefit is that I'm talking to my family and like friends so much more than I ever have before. Um, and you know that no one else is out here doing anything. So if they don't answer your call, they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with that. Well, maybe, right? Like the, I feel, I mean, it's like even just thinking like, just because I'm not, we're not going out. It doesn't mean that we still want to be with people. Like, I mean, <laughs> like I have 24 hours in a day. I may want to hang out with people for me, like maybe 18 of those, but six of them, I don't feel like being bothered. <laughs> You're asleep. <laughs> Maybe something's on TV. I don't want to answer my phone. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, Zoom calls, like I had, it, it's just funny having like birthday parties on Zoom calls. Like we had your, you know, little birthday party on a, not little, we had your big birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an affectionate name. Little, I'm saying little is an affectionate name. We had your birthday party via Zoom call. But like happy hours, like my, um, one of my good friends from college, Sarah, uh, two of them, Sarah and Jimine, we were on a Zoom call and she's dancing, trying to be funny and flips over in the chair and her legs are like straight up and all we see are her legs straight up and we laugh for a good, I don't know, three minutes and we're like, Sarah, are you okay? And she couldn't come up. She was just, she was just dying laughing. And so, I mean, it's that has been good because it's like, I don't, you know, they have children, so I don't always get to connect with them. So I think that, that it's like a good opportunity to connect with people. And like, like I said before, we're all in this together. So, you know, <clears throat> um, loneliness. First of all, I live alone. I know that my friends with children, that is another phase that I have like up and down emotions about. I got a damn dog, y'all. <laughs> he did. He, like... Jack Kennedy is amazing. 
She got it. She got it. I almost got a dog and I'm afraid of dogs. I almost got a kid. I was thinking we could adopt a dog when I adopt a kid. Like, I was in here struggling. I really was. One, I was watching TV and I was like, you know, I could give a lot to something right now. Someone. <laughs> but the reason why I didn't get a dog is because I had this fear. Like, I'm like, okay, maybe I, I need to, I won't be, I'm not afraid of all dogs. I'm like, watch my luck. I get a dog. He's going to be like, I'm going to foster this. I was just going to foster one. He's going to be a little bit normal until I get him home. He's going to start running around my place, acting crazy. I'll be locked in my bedroom because I ain't coming out if he's jumpy. I can't deal with a jumpy dog. If that dog is crawling on my door, I'll be stuck in a room, calling for somebody to come over. So then I said, you know, why don't I just sleep on it, okay? <laughs> then I was like, oh, I have a lot to give. I could foster a kid. And I'm like, you know when you probably shouldn't foster a kid when you're just feeling really lonely? <laughs> Oh yeah, you're yes. actually well, yes. because you fostered one, and they they got her. They gave her the cutest, best, most, most amazing puppy he, ever. Yes, and she couldn't give him up. I he mean, is he, literally the best yeah. dog ever, though. Yeah. Like I don't, I feel like you know God when He heard me praying for a good man, <laughs> He was like. Okay. Oh, a man, a male. And he like delivered me the best male dog on the planet. <laughs> Not really hearing the human parts. Yeah. You got to be real specific. Yeah. Real specific. So, Remember, I said I always wanted a big, I wanted to live at a house with a red door in front of water. I was thinking of like a big a beach house and I bought a condo with a lake outside. <laughs> and a red door, right? And a red door, yeah. Yes. I'm like, you know, okay, okay. Like, I hear you, God. Yeah, so I feel like, but you know what? Maybe Jack is going to help me find my man. She, you, you are convinced of this. I, I do. Is, I think, I think, I Jack do think. Jack is a social dog, and everybody loves Jack Kennedy. Yeah. And I mean, so people like, every, yeah, he's yeah. currently downstairs at my neighbor's house. They have two big dogs, and he plays with them, and they're absolutely in love with him. They were going to adopt him if I didn't. Yeah. They oh. have two dogs in a one bedroom apartment and that's how much they love him. <laughs> like yeah, he has cool. he has godparents. They're his godparents. I mean, you're basically his godparent, Allison. I'm an auntie, you know. That's how black people do it. Everybody the auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Basically, y'all are watching him while I take these ten thousand vacations after we after the quarantine lifts. Uh -huh. but, but he <laughs> yeah don't make that face Gina anyway so loneliness so he has actually helped with a little bit of loneliness mm -hmm. um he only just annoys me like a little bit I, I I thought that he would at first he was really annoying because you know but uh puppy. He's, yeah he's a puppy but he's getting better um so the current stage that I'm at right now is acceptance and what the fuck <laughs> Like it's like it's like about how those two existing in the same space. So, um, eight eight o'clock. <laughs> no, actually, four p.m. to ten p.m. Uh -huh. Acceptance when it's uh -huh. sunny, when the weather is good, yeah, and yeah. I can go for a run or a bike ride, and I can have like a social distancing happy hour with my neighbors. I'm I'm cool. When it's rainy. Um, from the hours of 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., I'm at the stage of what the fuck. This is not my life. Yeah. 
And so those two dualities like exist almost on a daily basis because the weather has been so crappy today. It's sunny here, but I feel like that is like the struggle that is existing right now in my life. And I feel like it's the struggle that a lot of people are, you know, are dealing with too. I have one of my girlfriends sent me a text today. She's like, I know I've said this, but I'm over it. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then she starts sending me pictures of like weird masks that people are wearing. Like, like fancy masks? Huh? Fancy masks? Yes. Yeah. Yes. People are weird. Yeah. Like I had on a mask the other day. I went to go get something to eat. And why? Look, I had them. So let's all day stop. And why? I'm walking my car and some dude tried to talk to me. I said, you don't even know what I look like. (laughs) That's what I told him. He was like, hey, can I get your number? He's like, you don't even know what I look like. (laughs) Times are not that hard. No. You could have you could have Tiger King missing exactly <laughs> exactly. Anyways, yes, but yes, well, I, guess, I guess his he was lonely too. Was like, oh well, he saw them eyes and he was like, "Yes, I want her." He like, could just, right there, and I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. "I was like, I was like," he was like, "You have a boyfriend?" I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "But I'm single." I said, "But I'm not." He goes, "But I am." I was like, <laughs> You're like, wait, I'm confused about how this works. Hey, is this what we doing? Like in the 20, it would be 2020 with the Corona. Yeah. People don't care. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. And it's so interesting when you think of loneliness or just like over it, like what the ethnic is what I'm saying now. So I'm refined. Um, it is because like I was, t- I think I told you how um, once I went to go, um, you know, I miss I'm, my whole life is spent with kids and I've just missed the sound of them. And I was telling one of my girlfriends, like, yeah, you know, I went over and helped one of my other friends take care of her kid uh, for a day just to give her a break and help with, like, schoolwork because I miss the sound of kids. And I was like, but that is, I understand because I do live by myself. I am, you know, I don't have kids of my own. I am single. Uh, You know, I do have, I don't have, I'm not married or anything. And she's like, yeah. She goes, because here I am over here trying to bribe my kid to shut the hell up. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I'm like, it really is like no one's safe from this. And I think like that's even important for people to like think about is because I know, you know, I know some people, people I work with, people that are my friends who do, who initially were doing that comparing bit, right? Like, oh, well, you're lucky because you don't have kids. So you could do X, Y, and Z. Or, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, but I also live by myself. Like, I'd give anything to not have to say five prayers if I want to go see somebody. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to be around someone. So let me say five prayers and hope that this is the one time I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, you know, and just not comparing your struggle to someone else's. Because we're all, everybody, everybody's struggling. Look, except for Sweden. Except for Sweden. Sweden. (laughs) Everybody else is. So yeah, I like I I was asking, you know, in preparation for this podcast, I was asking one of my friends who has three kids, all under the age of like, six. And I was like, what are you struggling with right now? Because I know, (laughs) basically, I was like, because I know my struggles as like a single person, but I know that they're drastically different from yours. And she was like, I just feel like I'm failing at everything right now. She was like, I feel like I'm failing at my job. I feel like I'm failing, you know, with the kids because, you know, you're trying to do both. You have to do daycare while you're working and her workload hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. And so she's like trying to be 
you know, her and her husband are trying to parent the kids and stuff like that. She was like, you know, on the flip side though, I get to see milestones with her youngest that she wouldn't get to see, you know, you know, when he's at daycare and stuff. So she was like, that part is cool. She was like, but I just, it's so much to like manage and being inside with three children and just feeling like there's no area of your life that you're succeeding at. Right. I think the people that I think the humans that are winning right now are living their best life are the kids because and introverts. (laughs) Yeah. I'm here. Here's why. Because as much as like the grownups, parents, teachers, everyone is struggling to make things meaningful for them. They are getting experiences that they wouldn't get, like the creativity that parents are coming up with in order to entertain them, the amount of time that they're spending actually interacting with their kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it's like, those are going to be things that they remember forever. And so for that, I'm like, I'm okay with that because I mean, I can't, you know, especially kids who didn't have a stay at home mom, a stay at home dad, like their parents worked all the time. Now they're like cooking with their parents. Yeah. playing games, doing everything. And they, they can't just send them to a computer or to an iPad because they do all that all day at work. So they really got to entertain each other and yeah. figure some stuff out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I think that part is cool. I've enjoyed like looking on Facebook and Instagram and like talking to my friends and seeing what they're doing with their kids. That part makes my heart smile because I just think like, that's really cool that they get to experience that. And they'll, yeah. have, they'll remember this time differently than we will. Yeah. We'll be yeah. like, oh, remember? They're like, hey, remember Corona? We could eat, we didn't have to go to school? And <laughs> and mom, remember that time when I ruined your life in the kitchen and you cussed me out? Because <laughs> I spilled tomato sauce everywhere on your laptop? <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll be like, <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, we're like, Uh, (laughs) yeah no definitely I it's it's it is interesting because it's like all the people that like wanted children now they're like oh my gosh you're so lucky that you're single and I'm like well I mean you know so I think it's like in terms of like comparing I feel like it's almost like business like like usual it's like the grass is always greener, always greener. you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I, I feel grateful to, you know, have my fur baby, Jack. <laughs> He's needy like a child. I leave him for an hour and he cries. I get home and like the windows open and I hear him like barking and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> um, but so I think too, another, another element that people are struggling with right now is that my, my therapist said she put it pretty pretty eloquently that we're all seeing our shadow we're all being forced to see our shadow right now like the dark side like what we have if you're have if you're struggling in any way so whereas like say that you have been avoiding like getting a divorce or a relationship or dealing with trauma or any pain or anything and you've been able to distract yourself from dealing with it but it's like stuck in the house, you're forced to like feel those thoughts. It's distractions are hard unless you want to have drunk zoom calls all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And look, and people still like have a choice, right? Like they can overwhelm themselves and get caught up in social media. They can do so many other things, but yeah, idle time. It's hard because you are, you do think about stuff. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So I think that that is interesting. I thought that I would be much more productive than I am, but I think that I have been the least productive during this time than I have ever been because there's no breaking up the day. There's like no sectioning off. It's like, oh, I'm in the house all day and I'll do it after work. And then after work, I'm like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> You're like, and this may last forever. Yes. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, I have 8 million more days to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Like all the projects, all the things you have planned. Look, I, I tell you this, I still have that same load of laundry in the dryer. I just take out underwear every day. Like I've unfolded and that's my plan since I don't know how long to fold them close, but <laughs> something keeps coming up. <laughs> No, you know what keeps coming up? Me trying to m make it and get through the day. Like, yes. Yeah. And it and really helps for me, though, to like have like a morning schedule. Like to, mm -hmm. that, that stopped me from rolling over to my computer. But I'm like, I started this week, at least. I'm going to stick with it. I started working out at like the normal time that I would if I was going to work. So I'll get up at 630 and do it. But the blower of that is that then what I don't have nothing else to do. To, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I have work and stuff. But then I'm like, like today was so nice. So like on my lunch, I could have like gone outside or gone for a walk or run, but I'm like, oh, I can't I already did that. Hmm, now what? <laughs> okay. I can't go to Trader Joe's. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and wait in line with your mask and feel like you're hyperventilating. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, all these things that I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I haven't done a damn thing. I was going to start my TikTok career, you know? <laughs> I tried. And then I was like, this is so much creative work. Let me just save my creativity for my podcast. Yeah. Like, I think that I would actually thrive if I got off my ass and did one. But I haven't. I just look at them on my phone. And I'm like, mm -hmm, I'm a savage. Like, <laughs> looking at it like, mm. you know? But I won't get up and make one. But I have dreams of it. <laughs> I want to do the J-Lo Super Bowl challenge. Now Beyonce got the remix out. These are things that are calling Gina, me to make a video. <laughs> you should. You know, you really should. I, I would be so there for that. I think, <laughs> I think everyone listening to this podcast is in complete support of you we'll getting see. on TikTok. We'll see. I mean, I could. Next time I, next time I see you, we'll do a video. I'll record yeah, it for you. I don't you. know. I mean, I may hurt my feelings, you know? I mean, I may think that I still know how to move, but I don't. <laughs> you know, look, I was trying to dance and do something people at work the other day and hurt my back. Like, I'm old. <laughs> In my mind, I can still move like I moved, <laughs> but I don't know if that's reality. I can't even really look this way. Like my, <laughs> my flexibility and my range is a little off, <laughs> but in my mind, I'll be seeing those. I'll be like, okay, I got the M5, six, seven, eight. And then <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then you're like, oh, oh, I can't, I, I can't move. Right. <laughs> am I going to look, am I going to look like Britney Spears does now? <laughs> like doing the same five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> the same moves, but everything's just like stiff. I don't want to be her, T. I don't want to be her. So She's got some moves. She's got some moves. Um, anyway, so productivity. is. Mm -hmm. But this weekend I did, I'm supporting a local business. I bought paint. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm painting my. You're doing uh, your bathroom. My bathroom, yes. I'm painting my vanity a dark blue. Mm -hmm. um, I'm refinancing my house. So been working on that. Um, so I've been doing like a few things, but like. You know, I keep seeing all these memes about like productive people. It's like you almost have to like mute them on Facebook with their productivity because it's just. <laughs> yeah. I talked to a friend. He was like, 
oh, I'm eating clean. I haven't had any alcohol since February. I'm the most in shape I've ever been in my life. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm not productive in the other parts of my life, but work is still kicking my ass. Like, yeah. I, I feel I'm very productive. They're like, if anything, especially you know, with my school system and how hard it was getting started with distance learning, I am so proud of my teachers and so proud of my admin team for the work that we put in to support them, to help them be so successful. Like our parents are happy. So I tell myself, you know what? You're winning there. Everything else, if you get to yeah. it, you get to it. You know? Yeah. Like, no, and that's the thing is that like, it's not like we're on vacation. Not for at all. Those, yeah, not for those. Day. Yes. <laughs> for those. For those that are, you know, fortunately, fortunate enough to, you know, still be working, like, it is not a vacation. It's an exhausting work day. I'm still waking up at 7 a.m. and, mm -hmm. you know, taking, mm -hmm. taking my little fur baby out and then getting my coffee and starting work at 8 a.m., you know, so it's figuring still. Out, right, figuring out how to hold people accountable that you don't even see, right? Like, it, it, like, there's just so much to that where you're like, it's just exhausting. Like, my brain hurts. Yeah. You know, like that's my productivity. I, at least look, that's what I told myself. That's my, that's what I'm sticking with so that I don't have to feel like a loser. I was like, I'm super productive at work, you know? <laughs> yes. But I like, I think in terms of like maintaining mental health, like I have still been seeing my therapist, mm -hmm. you know, via like a zoom call once a week or, you know, as much as I'm able to, when it works with our schedules and stuff. So, you know, I would encourage all of you out there to do the same um, yeah, I feel like the sense of community too, and my, um, condo development has been like, almost like sometimes I get emotional about it because listen, I did not know any of my neighbors before this. Like I barely knew the people below me, but really like, it was kind of like sometimes a passing high, sometimes not. Now I literally know everyone. Three people have gotten dogs during this time. Mm -hmm. So now like my, my condo, I live in a garden style uh, building. Like now we all like, you know, stand outside six feet apart talking about our dogs and, you know, and, and, and just like socializing through that and stuff. And, and they put an email out saying that if people need help, they can email them and like neighbors post on the Facebook page about like, Hey, does anyone need this? Does anyone need this? I have this like, so that part is like, wow, it's really great to see people coming together. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so good, that doing good things like yeah. I that too. I feel like it's, it really has brought out, well, for some, right. It's brought out the good in people because yeah. then we realize how much we need each other. I just don't yes. remember this once everything's all back to quote unquote normal or like said and done that. We don't go back to taking things for granted and we remember that what it's like to like hug somebody like we take that we, we yes. like really appreciate that i am a hugger anybody who's ever met me i hug everybody so maybe this is my this is for me to like maybe keep myself my hands to myself but i am like really struggling like i miss that feeling i miss seeing my friends seeing people and just like embracing them. So yeah. like, that'll be like really great, you know? Yeah. Like the sense of human touch, like you realize I'm like trying to massage my own back. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. Like, will this work? Will it work? Like, will I get the same like feeling if I massage my own back? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you no. <laughs> it is not the same, y'all. 
Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that that brings me to our next topic. <laughs> I already know. What, I already know where you're going. <laughs> in quarantine. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about this. I appreciate the fact that you are committed to it. You have been doing great. (laughs) Yes, I feel like, you know, I was dating someone that ended, you know, at the beginning of quarantine. And so, you know, like, I don't think that you should stay in a relationship. Like, to all of the listeners out there, don't stay in a relationship just because you don't want to be lonely in quarantine. Like, <laughs> but especially but, in quarantine. Yeah. But just like the whole, I mean, I feel like it's a good opportunity to actually get to know people because it really does force you to have like conversations versus, <laughs> you know, just like kind of expediting whatever yeah. process and yeah. rushing through things. Yeah, because you can't, like, just be like, hey, let's go hang out. Because you're like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, mm. and then if they do ask you to hang out, like, off the jump, you're like, oh, actually, um, un- un- unfriend. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like. You're is- not safe. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like hopping into bed on the first night. Like, what? what like, I don't even know you. You want yeah. I don't even know you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Sirius going around. Now Rona. Uh-uh. But it, it's okay because Jack's going to find me my husband anyway. So I don't, even need, I don't even need to worry about online dating. <laughs> but here I got a little setup over there. Listen, her online dating dates, she be looking good, y'all. Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, I hate FaceTime. I hate this. I hate any type of thing like this. Well, is for, not- for if you're hearing this via audio oh, on yeah, Apple sorry. Podcasts or Spotify, we are recording this via Zoom right yeah. now too. So, and so Gina is talking about the fact that she hates that she is on camera right yes, now. It is not my thing. And so... And I wanted to be an on-camera TV reporter. So this is like, oh my gosh, this is a dream come true. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really my thing. I I could do some live performing, but like <laughs> you're more of a Beyonce type of like mm-hmm. fill the stadium type yes. of person. Yes. <laughs> but like the hair looks good. I mean, she got her little. I called her little Kim Kardashian lighting. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's, because I need I need the people to know that number one, I'm not that vain. I'm really not. Like. I'm from Tillamook. I'm from a town of 4,000 people. I don't know that my people would ever allow, I don't know that my family would allow me to ever be that vain. But I mean, not saying that people with Kim Kardashian lights are vain, but you know, there is some vanity to it. But I have, um, it's like, it's basically like a, a seasonal depression light. So you don't get seasonal depression. And I sit it next to my desk while I work and it's a bright light. But that it makes doubles. you look bomb. <laughs> so when but, she be having it set up on her dates, I'd be like, meanwhile, I don't know what I look like on FaceTime or anything. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> you know, the right angle. I don't know how many chins do I have today. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh. But you look good now. I'm about to get one. <laughs> and just start FaceTiming people. Like, look at me in my lights. <laughs> You're so silly. 
They're like, uh, you could just come inside. I'm like knocking at their door, looking at the light. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna stay out here with my light. <laughs> exactly. This this light is banging right now. <laughs> Y'all gonna see but, me? I'm gonna start making all types of videos. <laughs> but you know, yeah. So anyway, there's that. Um, so they, I think so. No more. So are you over dating online? Um. I think it's like exhausting. I think that all of the people who have ever done it can relate. Yes. And I think that like, it's an easy way to just be like, be disposable to humans. Like I, you know, I've done that too. You're not interested. Oh, there's another one coming. I think it's like dating. It's kind of a reflection of how dating is in our society today is like, people are very disposable and you like don't work through problems as much because You know that like you can just get online and it's like, but it's like, we all know how painful it is to get online dating, but yet we, you know what I mean? And so, um, I don't know, like all, yeah, all relationships have problems. So y'all work, work it out. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) This, that conversation right there was pretty much a day into here. Do you know where she started? Her message when she started versus where she ended? Her message when she started that segment was, look guys, get out. Because you're in quarantine, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you should stay. Work. You can get out if you have to. We went through, she ended up with one, work it out. You better stay, it's lonely out there. Work it out. <laughs> See? As illustrated, you can see my varied emotions. Like, I, I do feel like this, you know, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is if there are problems that can be worked out, you yes. should work them out. Yes. But don't stay just for the sake of, yes. for the sake of not being lonely. Absolutely. That, that is my, that I is know. my point. I know. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I know. But just so people don't think I'm like, cuckoo. <laughs> Just a, a point of clarity there. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, but what, what types of, what, what other, what fun activities have you been doing, Gina? Fun. Any? Um, you, so. <laughs> I mean, you said that you were dancing with your students. Like, how has your job changed? Because like, what is the interaction that you have with your students? Like, what are. What are your students saying? Like, and what are your parents saying? So my school is pretty amazing. I'm very lucky. So I visit, I still visit classes, like all the teachers in my school. I have links to visit their sessions. So I can sit and pop in and say hi to all the different kids and everything like that. I'm still supporting teachers. I feel like I am working like, I mean, I don't want to say harder, but I mean, I'm, we're working pretty hard because, you know, like, my job is to make sure that the students and teachers are successful. So, and to do that in a, in a place where it's just everything so unknown, like this is uncharted territory for all of us. And yeah. yet I have to present, regardless of what I'm feeling, I still have to present myself as being compassionate and, and credible, right? And like hold them accountable, but also be empathetic. Like that part has been like challenging to toggle for the teachers, you know what I'm saying? But for the kids, they're like the best part of, of any way any educator gets into education. So that's been fun. Once we got distance learning set up, being able to visit the classes and having the kids 
talking to them and seeing how amazing of a job my teachers are doing at making it interactive. Like we said in Fairfax County, you know, we were not going, we were not at all trying to recreate the classroom environment. We understood that nothing can take the place of that face-to-face -face connection. But I will say that our teachers are doing an amazing job at trying to do that. Like the kids are interacting, they're singing, they're like having fun. They like are sharing how much they love online school, but they miss their teachers. So that part's been good. And I'm really lucky because our parents are just so grateful. They're just like, like even, they're grateful to the teachers and they're, they acknowledge our work as administrators. So we get emails thanking us and they're just so happy. So I've had a very, I'm very fortunate to have had a very, um, though very exhausting, a very like amazing experience at work with this. Yeah. And the teacher appreciation dance. Can we, can you tell, <laughs> can you tell the listeners about the teacher appreciation dance? Well, guys, as you know, <laughs> Um, we are currently <laughs> week, uh, started off as what May 4th. Yeah. May 4th through this week, whatever is teacher appreciation week and trying to do teacher appreciation week virtually has been quite the challenge because it's like, what, how do, cause everything that we did as administrators was more like acts of service. So we would like, you know, we did like a breakfast cart. We go around and we let them, we gave them lunch. We would do all these other things for them. So we were trying to figure out how we could still celebrate them. And so, you know, we, we wrote them individual cards. We have raffles going on. Well, one of the things we do is every morning at 8.30, we have a meeting, but it's really like a DJ set for me and my admin team. Um, I'm DJ Sync um, because of synchronous instruction, which is face-to-face -face instruction. And I just play some music. And so that was the thing originally. I was going to play some music. We do some raffles. You know, I'm the hype man. Like, hey, yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. Well, yes, well, I have been playing like jock jams, right? So then I was like, you know what? Let me diversify my I wish music. I could have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> so I decided I was going to put on um, some other kind of music. And then the first thing that popped up was the song Cotton Eye Joe. Well, there's a dance that goes to it. And I was like, you know, I am feeling so inspired by you guys and so excited. I'm going to do the dance. And so I turn my video on, I get up. I start doing the dance and there's a turn in the dance where I got the turn, but I think I was too hype. I went up too high. So when I landed, <laughs> it was just not right. And then I just felt something shoot up my back. Right. But I'm like, I am, I'm a performer. I have to stay committed. So I'm still smiling. I just wobble over to the video turn. I say, well, that's enough of that. We'll just play the song. And then <laughs> turn the video off. And I'm like still trying to be cool because I'm like, did I really hurt myself? Like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so I don't say anything, but for the rest of the day, I can't walk. Like, I can't stand up straight. I have to call my chiropractor. I was in there for like an hour and a half getting therapy. I was like, oh my gosh, like all for the love of my teachers. But yeah, I was really, and I was telling my friends and they were just, everyone's like, that's such a Gina injury. But yeah, I got injured doing that. That's what I said. I told you that is the most Gina-ish injury yep, I got that injured I've ever heard. Doing Cotton Eye Joe, trying to entertain my teachers and show them that I appreciate them because that is what a good administrator does. We go above and beyond. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in conclusioning. Conclusioning, <laughs> guys. We're conclusioning. I missed you all. Yes. So I'm just, I'm, you know, I think that this podcast has been like a grounding to and keeping me sane, giving me something to look forward to. Like I said at the beginning that um, my next episode, 
some of the episodes this season will, will take on um, a more serious tone. I, I do want to do um, some episodes regarding mental health. I'm hoping to have um, a, a psychologist on to talk about, you know, different coping mechanisms. But I really, 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 really loved the interview that I did with Dick Simon regarding psychedelics and the FDA trials that are being done um, for mental health conditions um, and how they change the brain to, you know, allow you to deal with these things, not just, it's not just suppression of your condition, but actually like changing the pathways in your brain and stuff um, for, for how you process trauma and stuff. And so it's a really, really fascinating interview um, and just like all the, all the work that he's doing to change stuff. And I think it's so relevant to like what's going on today. Yes. So, so everyone needs to listen to that, but I had, um, an ac- an excerpt mm-hmm. <laughs> from an article that I wrote about empathy and I just, I wanted to cap it off, um, because I think that it's, it's something that, you know, that I want to leave people with. I want people to think about as we're all go like universally, literally going through this quarantine. Um, did you have any, did you have any last words, Gina, before I, before you conclusioning? Yeah. Before I conclusion. I don't just, I mean, well, look, I don't. And then it's just that. (laughs) Just that. Give me five. (laughs) Uh, I guess uh, my last, I really don't. I mean, maybe, I guess my last words would be (laughs) on here. Um, yeah, that this is just, we are, this is, an, you know, something that we don't know when it's going to end, but we do know that every day that we wake up, you know what I'm saying? It's a, something we should be grateful for that we got to wake up. I feel like yeah. that's like for me, everything like, yeah. you know, like you have good days and bad days, but you still got, uh, you got to experience either a good day or a bad day. So you can either celebrate it or learn from it, you know? Yes. And so I think that as the days, even when they start to run into each other, we have to like, remember yeah. How many people didn't get to wake up? Yes. And have yeah. a good day or a bad day. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so this is just you can you can read the the full article on my website, but it was definitely like one of my most favorite articles that I think I've ever written. And I think you even said it was it was like the one that you like the most. Mm-hmm. So in just a month, well, it's been like two now, our values have drastically shifted. Shiny things no longer reign supreme. Instead, human connection and one's health and well-being and supply of toilet paper top the list. Zoom calls have replaced happy hours, family reunions, dinner dates, even memorials, which is what my old coworkers and I did the other day after one of our coworkers passed away. Together, we shared stories about a life lost in the midst of this insanity. Unable to mourn physically together, we did it virtually. We're all craving human connection and missing the lives that we once had. The real heroes of our country have finally taken center stage. The people who have always and will always be the foundation and backbone of our society. The teachers, healthcare workers, delivery drivers, postal workers, manual laborers, restaurant workers, maintenance workers, grocery store clerks, firefighters, police officers, etc. Life as we know it is over, but life isn't over. A new one will eventually begin, and hopefully it will be filled with more empathy, compassion, gratitude, and equity than the lives we left behind. 
Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Thanks for joining me, Gina, in another season, episode. Season three. Yes, season three. Um, uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Tall Hungry Girl, um, um, on my website at tallhungrygirl.com. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and make sure if you like it, give it five stars on Apple Podcasts and write a review. Reviews help me uh, get up there in the, in the podcast ratings and all of that so more people can, can share the wealth and, and the amazingness that is me and Gina. <laughs> so thank you. Until next time. <laughs>